Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Episode 32. How y'all doing today, boys? Fabulous. I'm a little tired, but you know, I'm happy to be here. You be seeming, when you're tired in the morning, it's very obvious when you get in my car. Because my energy low? You don't say anything. Yeah. You just get in there, you sit down, and you just don't talk. I got to preserve it for the show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the day after MLK Day. I'm I'm sure somebody at the stable had to work right there. Yeah. Was it was it time and a half? No. See that's that's disrespectful. It's not a holiday if you got to go to work. It's not a holiday. It should you should have had your your afro on. Dashiki. Yeah, Dashiki. <laughs> Shout out to MLK and all the other civil rights activists that make it possible for basically us to live our life. We wouldn't be able to live in the neighborhood we live in now. We probably wouldn't be able to do this podcast. We probably wouldn't be able to do just just everything in life. Our our level of life would be a lot worse if it wasn't for MLK and all the other civil rights activists. So shout out to them. May he rest easy. And uh, big facts. I took the day off yesterday. I could tell y'all that. Uh, I did not double upload it, but hey. I did it for MLK. Okay. <laughs> I respect that. Episode number 32. Give me five players to wear number 32. Chris Dunn, Shaquille O'Neal. Magic. Magic. I only knew Shaq. Carl Anthony Towns. Uh-huh. And then... Um, I tried to keep it easy for y'all because I was going to say give me five Hall of Famers to wear that number. Because number 32 is a really popular number. Um, Jason Kidd, even he's not a is he yeah. is Jason Kidd a Hall of Famer? Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. Uh, I, I thought he's, you meant he's soon I thought be. you meant will soon be. to be. Yeah, yeah, he's soon to be thirty two in Phoenix. But um, I just Mike Scott, uh, uh, Bill Bill Walton. Yeah, Bill Walton. It's it's a real popular Portland. number and soon to be like you said, Chris Dunn Hall of Famer. So <laughs> thirty two, we here for this episode. Is it all people? Oh, it, it's a lot of people. I, we I, could we I, could just can you just name show. some random people because okay. I just my mind went so um, blank. Magic Hershey Hawkins. Um, Richard Hamilton. Okay, Rip, Rip Hamilton is one that Blake that Griffin, Blake, oh my Julius gosh. Irvin, Doctor J, yeah, Boris Diaw, Anthony uh, Davis. Uh, I miss Boris. Oh, Antonio Davis. Sorry, uh, Antonio yeah, Davis. Yeah, yeah. You flipped them numbers around. Um, we can go on and on. Charles Barkley wore it for a year. Yeah, we can go on and on. Do y'all want to talk about the guys that um, that played last night? Because of MLK Day, we had a whole day of basketball, and I sat down and watched a bunch of games. Of course, I watched the Bulls. I watched um, the Philly versus um, Raptors game. Another chippy one. Um, but let, let's talk about the main event: Cavs versus Warriors for uh, the second time this year. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they'll meet again in the finals, but who knows? What, what did y'all see from that game? Um, a couple of things I took away is that. Um, Kevin Love playing a five is tremendous for them on offense, but um, just as tremendous as it is on offense is just as bad on defense. Part of their defensive walls um, is the fact that they don't have a rim protector, and you can be the best defender in the world, but when you're playing against the best basketball players in the world, you're going to get beat. Steph Curry is going to go past you. Durant is going to go past you, and they're going to get to the rim. And when you have Kevin Love back there, who is not an aggressive guy, he's not ferocious, He's not, you know, a rim protector by any means. He's you not know. a threat. When they go to the basket, yeah, not he's thinking, not really oh, a threat. Shit, Kevin Love's down there. Exactly, no, exactly. And then another thing I've seen is I've seen a lot of things that make sense to why they're so bad defensively. I see a lot of guys turn the ball over and they don't get back on defense. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade. I see a lot of guys under the basket and they don't get rebounds. Jeff Green, Dwayne Wade, Kyle, Kyle Culver. They're just old and they take a lot of plays off. 
And I don't know if that's a good recipe to beat the Warriors. I can tell you, it's definitely not. Yeah. yeah. Because if you're going against the Warriors, they had a lead for a while, they, for most of the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if they can't get no stops, they can't count on that lead because the Warriors are always going to go on a run. Always. Play. It's inevitable. And if they individual defense not going to be anywhere near where it need to be, then they help defense has to be tremendous. You can't and beat the Warriors just, without getting consistent stops because they're going to get stops. You, they're going to get stops. They're going to get the stops that they need. And if you can't get the stops that you need, you're not going to beat them at all. And it's just it's that simple. Uh, watching this game, me and Mike were talking to each other basically the whole time. And I made it a point for me personally to watch Isaiah Thomas um, on defense because obviously he's not known for defense. Actually, he, him between him and Kyrie Irving, those were the worst uh, defending guards last year, like statistically. So it was a big question for me whether or not Isaiah Thomas could play against a team like the Warriors and actually do something on defense that wasn't getting blown by or getting beat back door. And the answer to that is nope. He he couldn't he couldn't defend anything. We didn't really get to see that much of it because I think he definitely had like twenty three points and Isaiah himself had nineteen, so they almost even canceled each other out. But efficiency matters. But though. something we also seen is they put like KD and Clay Thompson, Isaiah Thomas, and that's that's gonna hurt them. Yeah, offensively a lot. Isaiah Thomas was definitely chucking him last night. It was yeah. it was like a three or four possession stretch where he did nothing but shoot and the ball. And we seen him go to the hole and he just tried to toss it up over KD. No, yeah. no, 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 sir. <laughs> Talk about the dude that's leading the league in blocks right now. Um, but basically, it's just it's just going to be difficult for the Cavs to one make it to the championship. That that it's not it's not an easy path this year. And two, if they do get there, I just don't see how the team can defend enough to stop the Golden State Warriors. They can't beat any team out west that's contenders. You, you don't think so? No. Not in a, not a seven game. No. You, so who who do you consider the contenders? Spurs, Warriors, um, Timberwolves up there now. Nah. Who did he say? Who did he say? The Thunder. Not the. Oh wait, wait, wait! I'm going to say the Timberwolves. Okay, I'm sorry. And then I'm the healthy just, Rockets team. I don't yeah. know if you mentioned. Yeah, you Rockets. think the Timberwolves can beat the Cavaliers in seven game series? Yeah, I do. Because they defense. What about yeah. the Rockets? They can yep. beat them seven game series. But the Cavs can't. The Cavs are going to come out and try to outscore the Rockets, and they won't at all. That's the Cavs game plan right now. When you're the second worst defense in the league, you're the way you win games is about just basically outshooting people. I think they can beat those teams. I just think that they can't beat the Warriors. Because um, even at their best, like when they be when they do have the leads in the game, it's it's practically their best basketball. And the Warriors, like they were winning, and like Kevin Durant had only took three shots, and Steph Curry only took four shots. So it's like, like they literally have to play perfect basketball, which is impossible. And LeBron James has to do so much, which is why he has plays where he turns the ball over and don't even go back on defense because he's exhausted. Um, and yeah, IT is such a liability defensively. Kevin Love is too. Um, I love Ke- his effort. I'll give Kevin Love that. His effort since he's been in t- uh, Minnesota um, has gotten better. I see him try to guard people, like when he's getting the switched on Stephen, Cur- Stephen Curry. He tries, but hey, trying is he's hey he stopped him. Game seven, don't forget. <laughs> trying Kevin is um, Trying is only going to get him so far. I think they need a legitimate rim protector, but at the same time, a rim protector offensively might clog up the paint a little bit for them. But, I mean, you got to give up something to get better on that defensive end. So is it a big move away or is it a couple moves away? Like, Do they just need a DeAndre Jordan on that team? I think they need a wing defender. If, if you can't they need, get, they need another wing defender. Because right now they got Isaiah Thomas, obviously not a defender. J.R. Smith is having one of the worst years of his career. Um, he was known as a pretty good one-on-one defender early in his career. Even like last year, he was pretty yep, good. The last couple of years, yeah. But now he's he's just 
it's it's time for Jr. to move on. It's time for them to move Jr. Smith. He should not be untouchable. It's, I know um, they love Jr., but he's having the worst year of his career. He was like thirty five. It's such a sad thing to see. I love Jr. Smith, <laughs> and it's so crazy when like I've been we've been watching a lot of these guys for a big part of our life, and a lot of these guys are coming to an end, and it's just weird to me. But um, yeah, Jay Crowder is having a very underwhelming season so far, um, especially after last year was such yeah, a great year. Yeah, like a career low and. From deep or something, I wouldn't be surprised. Even if you can't, even if you can't go out and get DeAndre Jordan because the Clippers have won the last nine of their eleven, they are the seventh seed in the West right now, which is wild. Um, Tyson Chandler, a veteran, you know what I'm saying? He might not be, you know, all stars, but you know, I don't know if the Cavaliers need any more all stars. They're, they're, you know, they're okay. They just focus on people who can take well responsibility and, and specialize in a certain thing. Almost like Kyle Corver. You know, Kyle Corver is a three point specialist. He does exactly that. Ex All Star. Um, so, Tyson True. Chandler, another ex All Star. It'd be nice if you can't go out and get DeAndre Jordan, if you NBA don't want to give up too. too much of their thing. The LeBron stopper, um, Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler, Wesley, Wesley Matthews. Um, Didn't we talk about that a couple months ago? A lot, a lot of months deal. ago. With the Wesley Matthews deal? Yeah, J.J. Barrera, Wesley uh, Matthews. Yeah, I, I don't know if J.J. Barrera would even work. I mean, he's he's actually having a really good year this year. But again, defensively, he wouldn't who's help the, Who's some wing defenders out there they can get? I mean, Avery Bradley. They're not just getting Avery him up. That's, I don't know why, but he was just on my mind first, first thing. Pause. That was a good pause too. We all paused. I like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Like when he said a wing defender, no, like hey, they could, he, they, they could go out there and get God. Justin Holiday. A wing defender <laughs> for LeBron? Would you take that? Yeah. I, okay. But uh, but obviously, you said wing defender. Justin Holiday should not be on your mind. Um, <laughs> there are a legitimate. There are wing defenders on bad teams that could be shopped around. Um, that's going to lead us to the next report that said, according to ESPN, Dave McMiniman, which is a dope name if you ask me. <laughs> say it fast, Dave McMiniman. I can't even understand what you're saying. Exactly. Dave, Dave McMiniman. McMiniman. Um, report that several prominent players on the Cavs believe that they don't have enough to win a championship this year. Again, whenever I hear reports like this, I, I you got to take a step back and be like, okay, if we can't use names, do we really legitimately believe what you're talking about? You know what I mean? Because anybody, I could have said this, but I don't work for ESPN, you know? So who are these prominent players? There's one prominent player. If he don't believe you can win a championship, y'all not go win. Because if LeBron not giving 100, y'all don't have a chance. But do y'all do y'all agree with this? I think we just talked about it. They're going to need more than one move. They need 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 to make something happen. Yeah, they gonna need. They definitely need to make a move or a little few moves. But um, I think they still got a slight chance. I don't think it's like over. I don't think they should just be walking around with their heads down. It's just it's the regular season. This is this is what you do. This is this is what the regular season is for. You learn. You try to get better in hopes that when it comes time for the finals in a seven game series, you can put it all together. But you can't flip effort. Well, yes, you can. You can flip effort, but yeah, LeBron does it every year. But it's just. A team thing. Does everybody want to put it in and play defense? At this point, though, I'm just saying you might just keep, might as well keep that Brooklyn pick. You don't need it. That's the thing, right? So that that's the big thing when it comes to this. Um, if they are trying to make one move to get or a move to get them better, they need to include that pick because they don't have assets. Mm-hmm. Nobody's taking on J.R. Smith unless it's just a team that's trying to get rid of a contract. You know, nobody's. Who else do they have to trade? Tristan Thompson. That deal he's got Who who really want to take that on That Brooklyn pick If they want to win a championship this year They got to trade it 
They got to trade him. Um, do y'all want to hear the numbers by 538? 538 is a site that does a lot of predictions where they, I don't know exactly how they make their predictions, but it's it's a legitimate prediction site. The chances of the Warriors making a, the cha- the finals, give me a percentage. What do y'all think? 90. 72%. 77%. 60% chance, which is actually, you know, that's pretty high, but you would think it'll be higher. What about the Cavs? The percentage of the Cavs making a, making a championship, not winning it. Uh, um, twelve. That's four, that's disrespect. Forty nine. <laughs> Fifty. Twenty five percent. Damn, Mike, you were you were the closest. The Celtics are twenty four percent. The Raptors are thirty two percent chance of winning the championship per five thirty eight. Championship or making the oh, finals. Making the final. Sorry, okay. winning the championship got forty seven percent going to the Warriors, eleven percent going to the Raptors, nine percent to the Rockets, and everything else is like one percent after that. So, you know. When the ch- getting to the championship is going to be hard for the Cavaliers. It's not. It's not going to be a cakewalk. It's not going to be a cakewalk. Both teams, honestly, you know, the, Celt- the the Cavs would have to go against the Rockets or the Spurs somewhere. They may have to go against the Thunder. You got to go against the Timberwolves. The Western Conference is stacked. The Eastern Conference may not be stacked, but it's very top heavy. That it's not just going to be a cakewalk. That's why I can't wait for the for the for the um, playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. Regular season is cool. It's definitely cool I because every night we got content to watch. But don't not the match the playoffs. Not just in that West, but that East gonna be nice too. Yes, and then it's also you got to take it to a factor that it's it's. I'm not saying it's easy. Let me (laughs) let me restrain myself from saying it's easy. But it's one thing to catch a team one night versus playing them seven times in a series. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be real. That's what's coaching really coming to play in series. It's gonna be real interesting. Uh, Different though, because LeBron not gonna be 15 or. What is it like eleven and twelve? Whatever, going just walk, cakewalk into the finals. I don't think the, the Warriors will be either. That's always really going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. The Bulls have a four percent chance of making the playoffs, which is perfect. The Bulls are making the playoffs. That's still a chance because that's Especially the perfect. Like those that's I the like perfect segue eyes. because Zach Levine, Zach Levine is back. He is back in full throttle mode, and he's balling. No rust. Which is which is the most surprising thing of this all? A dude missed a whole it's basically a whole calendar year of no basketball. You know, no professional level basketball. He came out the first game. He got I was in the crowd though, just because he's kind of not looked at as the man, but he's that guy. Oh, he, he is our man. Yeah, he, he is, is the man. Worry, he's looked at as the man. And that's what he said. That's what he said. He said, "I've always wanted to be in a place where I'm the man," and he basically is right now. He is the man. P.S. said it perfectly. No rust on his game whatsoever. Dude came out, balled up. I think he gave us 15 points in 18 minutes the first game. And then last night against the hottest team in the league, he came out and dropped, I think, 18 points in 18 minutes or something similar yep, to that. Don't 18 points, five, five and six. Five, five, like double fives across the stat sheet. Five rebounds, six assists. Something like that. Five assists, six something rebounds. Like that. 18, five and six. telling me he's not that type of player. Come on, dude. He's, he's game he's number not two. not that type of player. Did he have five or six the first? Like, he's not. He's not. He's not he, that type of player. No, he's we not. We gonna see this all year. Oh, oh, I doubt it. And y'all making a playoff. I, I would. I, I would. Hey, listen. If Zach Levine can would, do that, I would score. love to. He's a scorer. He's a scorer. If he grows into that, I'm not saying he. Can, I'm not gonna. Something play. I did notice though. He don't really need the ball. Like you know what I mean. Like he doesn't need to be the main ball handler. He's. He up. hasn't been. That's Chris. Dunn. I like that. Yeah, Chris he was putting up twenty points as the third option. Behind Carlton Towns, Andrew Wiggins, so and he never had an offense no more. It's behind. No, nah, but no, legitimately, if he was playing for them getting to the season, I think we'd be in the playoff hunt. Don't you know? Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, we'd be in the playoff hunt. Mm-hmm. But we're not, which is even better. Y'all about to be though? No, we not. Yes, we are, are approximately. Y'all one move <gasps> away. Oh my God! It's past the deadline, y'all. Nico could get traded yeah. any second right now. Yep, and that's perfect. 
Y'all are definitely what, what makes him think they not about to make the playoffs? This dude was that because, guy. Oh, no, oh, yeah. eighteen points in eighteen minutes. Superstar caliber player, y'all good. Whoa, no, whoa, no. This whoa. is this is like the reason I'm saying this is because front office is legitimately tanking right now. Nico, did you see playing. what Zach Levine said though? No, it I mean, don't matter what they saying. We our job is to go out there and play. But if the, if coach sits you, you cannot play. And coach has been sitting. They won last game, the last two games. But I'm telling you, we're not trying to win a championship. Hey, you know what's real interesting? You caught in the video that I don't know if a lot of people caught. Nico walked or, off. Yes, Nico walked off. Yes. I, I made sure to get that on video. Yes. Nico walked off the court. They were yeah. celebrating after the rebound. After and the Nico stop. just walked. He just walked by himself off. He the can, court. He's he's not a part of the team. Like, he's not on the team. Everybody he's on, on the, the court like ah, good rebound, good stop. And he he just on the camera. He walked, walked off. And I made sure I got that because everybody in the crowd, everybody on the court was celebrating. Nico is upset. He's upset that he wasn't in on that last play. You know, he probably should have been in. He wasn't. He saw the stop. Buzzer went. He went to the locker room. Everybody else was celebrating. Nico's like, I don't. That's not me. He's ready to get dealt. And I can't wait for it to happen. I don't blame him. I hope he don't go to nowhere like the Pistons. I would love to see him in Utah. He doesn't mess y'all up. Like... Him with him waving his no trade or whatever. Oh. Like, I don't want to go there. And but he mess y'all trade up. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. He might have already. We they wouldn't tell us that. You know, they wouldn't tell us that. At least not in the moment. We may have had a deal on the table at twelve o'clock January fifteenth, and Nico's like, I'm not playing for them. I was watching. Um, I was watching y'all yesterday, or watching Zach Levine, and y'all got a shooting guard in for the future, and Zach Levine. You got a power forward. And I think Chris Dunn is a capable point guard with those pieces around him. What do y'all get moving forward? If y'all have the sixth pick in the NBA draft or a top five pick, what are y'all going for? A three. A center? A three or a big man. We need yeah, what five. you taking? You taking a center or a small forward? It depends who You taking there, Marvin Bagley or Bagley's a Luka Doncic? from what I've been. He what, is. He is. So we but don't need if, that. If you get him and Mark in there, he can play, he, I'll put him you, in the five. You can put them both down there. They both have um, big. I, I, w- I would want to get a five in this draft. I know that, you know it may not happen, but I think we need a five more than we need a three. You know, I think we need. This a five is a big man three. draft, though. So whether y'all get a top five pick or a top ten pick, I think it's enough uh, big man in the draft for y'all to get something that um, can help y'all. Yeah, we'll be good. We'll be. I good. like the Bulls' uh, future, though. Basketball season is finally back, and you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team Every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, there will be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Top five picks. You know who's a top five pick last year? Markel Fultz. Oh, Mark. Okay. Man. Laurie Markin, you know, when was Laurie Markin a pick, Mr. Bulls fan? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to give you an A, B, or C, okay? I don't know. He was, was he the ninth pick? A. 
the eighth pick, B, or the seventh pick, C. Seven. There you go, there my you man. Go. Good answer. Markel. Um, Markel Fultz. So about a week ago when they were in London, there, there was a video that surfaced on Reddit that um, had videos of him shooting jumpers that looked dis- disgusting. So I screenshot it. I think I put it in chat for y'all to see. And I tweeted it too. Like, this is what his jump shot looks like after not playing since, what, November 7th or something like that. Obviously, he had the shoulder imbalance, muscle imbalance in the shoulder. So that's going to affect the shot. But now it seems like he's relatively healthy and he still has his nasty hitch in his jumper. More Twitter, um, more people tweeted out, I think a couple days ago of his jumper. It just looks bad, y'all. And I don't think it's injury. I think it's all mental. I think he's in his head. I can vouch for that. Because, like, when I hurt my leg, you know how I was kind of, like, running weird? Yeah. Even when it was, like, healed, I was still sometimes, like, after it, I was still running the same because I was just so used to doing it like that. It's all mental. Since the video that you was talking about, the very first one, mm-hmm. then the one you talked about from a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. then I've seen videos of him shooting his shot from Washington. That I seen him shoot in college, which got him to be the number one pick. And then I've seen um, another video recently when he was doing like fadeaways mm-hmm. with a little ugly hitch. And then you had, then the video you talking about was he was in the background shooting free throws. So it's been four or five to six videos that I've seen of him shooting totally different jump shots. <laughs> so, like, I'm talking about totally different. It's crazy. So part of that is definitely mental. That has to be mental. Anybody that's going to the gym and shooting a different jump shot, like that is, I probably couldn't do that if I was trying to. It's just uncomfortable. Um, but it's also somebody around him has to be saying something. Somebody from the Sixers organization has to have some influence over this because nobody becomes the first overall pick and comes to the NBA and says, I'm changing my shot. I understood it in the beginning of the season because he had something wrong with the shoulder. It was discomfort, so he was trying to be comfortable. But now that that process is over with and he's still, like, messing and tweaking with his shot, saying that something, something, somebody is advising him throughout this, that organization to do this. Mm-hmm. So I don't, like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't understand it. They act like he shoot like Lonzo Ball. If Lonzo Ball ain't changing his shot, Markel Foles damn sure don't need to be changing his shot. And it's just it's sad. It's sad because I he, he was good. He still is good. If you know, I, I hope he go back to his old shot. But that's we're, just we're halfway through the season on the injury. They said he'll be out for a couple weeks. Yeah, remember two three weeks. Reevaluate y'all two three weeks. That's two, why you weeks. cannot trust Philly when it comes to injuries, man. Everything from Joel Embiid to even Ben Simmons' like foot a injury. Return date? No, they don't. They don't have a return two date. Two or three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you can't. You just can't trust what they say with their injuries, man. And could he still be having shoulder problems? Yeah, we brought the question off. Was it ever really a real shoulder injury? Don't know. We can't. We can't, again. We really don't know. All we know is that that jump shot right now is nasty. It's broken. It's slow. It has a hitch, and it will not be successful in his current state. You can't. In the, in the videos that we see when he's shooting the open jumpers, the dude is hitting back iron like 80% of the time in those videos. I'm going to show y'all a picture right here. This is the shot in, at what, or Washington. Wow. That, that is extreme, dog. Basically, the picture that he is showing us, uh, his shot at Washington is a high-release you know, high shot. Looks very uniform. That's the way you want your guys to be shooting. This other shot has a hitch to the right. Basically, Joe Kim Noah-esque or Michael uh, Kid Gilchrist-esque. Yes, very Michael Kid Gilchrist and Joe Kim Noah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's no jump. Like, he's got no lift. His leg, his feet are basically still on the ground. On the, like, it, it just looks bad. It just looks very bad. And honestly, I wouldn't even play him until we figured that out. 
There's no reason. To. What is wrong with this shot right here from Washington? Nothing. It looks it looks uniform. What it is, looks like, perfect. Like so, like I, I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. It's, it's becoming frustrating at this point because I was a fan of Markel Fultz coming out of college. Um, Legit. If you add him in his like in his state when he wasn't Washington, this team is a playoff team. Right now they yes, they're not in the playoffs. Yes. Guy that can play on the ball, point guard, off the guard, shooting guard with Ben Simmons. Um, a guy that was been like a good. Jam- Good comparison would have been like James Harden early with the Thunder when he was a six man. That would have been great for Mar- Markel Fultz to add to that team. Um, another thing that I I scroll by while looking for um, Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, you can go ahead. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> so Jonathan Isaac on the side um, is a very religious man. Um, more, not just going to to services occasionally, but he's so religious that he actually preach. He actually is a preacher. He preaches. And in honor of, I think this was his first ceremony that he had, he invited his entire team, all players on his roster, to come watch him preach for the first time. Nobody showed up. None of his teammates. I laughed when I first got that text, but then I sat and thought about it, and well, it's like, sad. I, I try to, to give him an example of it. If Say you you playing on varsity or whatever, and then, like, maybe— You don't got to say a name, but just say yeah, somebody. No, I was going to say, I was just going to say, like, a freshman came in— and he's like, hey, I'm going to be preaching at my, my church. Yeah. Are you invited? You going to come? Am I coming? Yeah. I'm probably- I tried to put this to scale for him, though. We're talking about NBA. NBA, exactly. Yeah. That's the phrase. Yeah, that this one. is their I'm, job. As soon as you, as soon as you said varsity basketball, I said, no, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not going. Yeah, if this was college, you would have went? I, I probably had to go from college because, you know, they, make, they can make you do things in college. If coach wants the team to bond, hey, yeah, we all going to his, we all going to his thing, his church and thing. We all going to the team to support our player. You going, we going to support our brother. But in the NBA, if you were in the NBA, you would have went. If uh, depends, it depends. I probably would have though. In this scenario, I would. We talking about the youngest piece of their team, yeah. the guy that they drafted with fourth to fifth overall this year, who they believe has a bright future. And th- these guys will be teammates, or at least some of them, for at least the next four years. You know why Even it's also hard to put me into this context? Because I'm religious. I would have went just because I was church, and I'm supporting my teammates. So, yeah, I'm going to go. Um, but the fact that this is the thing, bro, it's zero. I understand what you're saying. I don't, yeah. I'm don't. i not expecting the whole team to go. Uh, you know, they got some old veterans on there. Vucevic probably yeah, don't know like what Vucevic, he's saying in a Mario Christian Zonia, church. Zonia, yeah, they're not, they not going there. <laughs> but you mean to tell me Aaron Gordon can't take an hour out to support his young rookie? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean like Alfred <laughs> Payton? Alfred Payton, what are you doing? You need church. Somebody <laughs> on Reddit was so funny with it. The, they said Alfred Payton opened the email and didn't see the message because his hair. Wow. He said he just saw Jonathan Isaac's signature at the bottom. <laughs> one of my one of my through the wires was: Do I think that Alfred Payton could help a contending team because they're trying to trade <laughs> him? Have a magic picture for his profile picture. I don't know because I closed the inbox that quick. <laughs> I think it's it is comical, but then again, it is relatively sad. sad. Shout out to uh, Isaac, man. Yeah, I was talking to him. I'm like, I hope he didn't have no like tell all the people that was coming. And clear like, out yeah, the first two rows. Yeah, first one, my team when we come, and nobody showed up. I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole 23 minute video. What was he, he preaching he was about? Powerful. Yeah, he was what, powerful. What was the message about? Uh, about it not being about you? Okay. Like he's that's that's how it came into it. It wasn't like, man, my teammates didn't come tonight. It was just like he was like, I typed out this email and then I deleted it. And I typed out this email, then I deleted it. Because this was big. He's like, this is big for me because I'm the rookie. 
I, I, and and the, these are my older teammates. Wait, so this is an interview that you explain, or this is him on? This is him. This is him at church. In church. Yeah. So part of his message was the team was in it. Yeah. Wow. But I don't know if he typed this in. This may have just him speaking, but it still fit into his message. Okay. And then he was like, after I typed it the last time, I had to realize this ain't about me. This is about me getting. This, this is about the word getting to my teammates. So I hit sin. So he didn't mean to throw no shade. Like that wasn't his intention. But it was just he was just saying that like. This this everything is bigger than what I am. That's basically what are you saying? And it was it was powerful, you know, to do. I think he was twenty. You know, that's that's twenty. Very very religious guy. He seems like a very cool dude. If y'all remember his first NBA game, he forgot his jersey. Do y'all remember that clip? Nope. He was warming up with his warm up on, and then somebody tapped him. I think it may have been Bismack. Was like, you forgot your jersey in the locker room, rookie. To be honest, he was when so you nervous. Said, forgot your life. When you yeah. said forgot your, I thought, I thought you, you left it at home. home. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, was like, I was about to say, don't they give him their jerseys? <laughs> I thought about that too, and then I remember it's the NBA. They ain't taking jerseys home. He, it was basically a tip off. He had to tap him. It's like you forgot your jersey in the locker room, Rick. He seems like a cool dude, you know. Yeah. The fact that he has the um, is bigger than me thing going on for him. At church, that means he really believes in that's that's a good thing to have for a guy that's going to be a piece of your team moving forward. So when you draft another highly recruited player, or I mean highly touted player, he knows they, they, they the worst team in the league. They, they the worst. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can just say something about that magic organization because not only they the worst, like more the team in the league, but they don't have any team chemistry. Dog. That's what I've been saying. I don't know if I can say are these players that bad. Like is Mario Zonia really that bad? I don't know because he putting his effort as a team instead of as an individual. The magic though. Good. I mean, on a, on a different subject, it, this is total speculation. But mm-hmm. you know how the Warriors all love each other. Like they basically a family. So Pat exactly. Pat McCall mm-hmm. said maybe it would have been different if Pat McCall sent out that message. We didn't see because Stephen Curry is a Christian man. Yeah, he might have been there. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And I feel like some of the other players just would have went just because it's like a team bonding type of thing. Another thing is too, the Warriors are winning. It's so much easier to get along when you win. Uh, yeah. I've been a part of winning teams and losing teams. I was on a losing team and was rooting against my own teammates. Because Facts. we was we didn't Facts. like each other that much. <laughs> we didn't like each other that much. Uh, I was like, you know, I hope this man fails. <laughs> so um, then I've been a part of winning teams, and I'm just I'm a, I was been a cheerleader. I was hurt, you know, cheerleading my team. Yeah, I feel like even if you like, as long as you're happy with the situation you're with on your team and you're winning, even if you're not getting that many minutes, yeah, you still win because. Even when he was playing with uh, his self, like on the sophomore team, we were all like a team. Mm-hmm. And even though we, we, like, we weren't getting really yeah. no, like big minutes, we were cheering for each other even if we didn't play. Right. Like the year we went against Simeon mm-hmm. in the playoffs, they called me up, so I wasn't playing. I didn't even dress. But um, it was just for like the experience. I don't know how you experience when you're just watching closer. Like, mm-hmm. so. Um, but I, I wasn't even playing, but I was just happy to, to that we was winning and we was at this far of the playoffs. Man, you losing. I don't know, man. I, I hope this man don't succeed, and this is my teammates. I got a question for y'all, and I want y'all to answer this. I might not even say no names, but I'm just answer this. I want y'all to answer this honestly. Forget who to forget. I mean, I am gonna say names. Forget it. But forget when you answer this question. Don't think about how great the, this player is as a basketball player. Just think about like on some non basketball relatable stuff. Mm-hmm. Is this respectable? Me and Derek get into it. Derek physically harms me. I do, I do nothing. Right? I don't do anything. Me and Kenny get into it, who's smaller than me. We don't even get, it don't even get physical. He just is verbal. And now, all of a sudden, I want to fight. Mm. I'm, with, I'm, I'm, I'm about all action. When it's a smaller guy who's not, in, who don't intimidate me, 
You didn't do it. Now I'm, I'm about it. Then I got Derek, who's bigger than me. I'm, I'm like, oh, I just want peace. I'm not looking for no trouble. Is that? Do y'all respect that at I'll all? Call you a smart man. A smart. Oh. You call him a smart man. <laughs> if that, no. I mean, it, if not, and it's not in the case that like. If you were to, if you would have had to fight somebody, I would pick Kenny KB. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, of course. You got to pick and choose your. If fight? somebody physically, yeah, if, if what if somebody physically harm you though, you're not gonna stand up for yourself. You just gonna. If I have no chance of winning, I'm just gonna take it. I'm, I might have to just take that L. So I'm saying, saying, but you. I would t- tell you, would you take the small L or I the bigger? Would, L? I would defend myself and take my L and let them know that. I, hey, I look at it like this: If Mike Tyson smacked my girl on the ass. I ain't doing shit. That's it. You got to pick. But if Mike smack my girl on the ass, then we got yeah, a problem. You got to pick. You know, fight, you got to. You, you can't just go at it with a head of steam against anybody. And I know what you're trying to say with the Ron Artest. Yeah, exactly. Not, I'm not fucking with Ron Artest. <laughs> I'm sorry. But if it's Austin Rivers, then yeah, let's let's throw him. I understand that. But James Harden ain't no little Isaiah Thomas. James Harden is much bigger than Austin Rivers. Like much bigger. We talking about like one of the most biggest physical dudes for his size. Oh, Ronald Test hit him. He was unconscious. <laughs> he was not unconscious. Nah, that is that is false. Yeah, that is very false. But he was concussed. But he was hurt. He was hurt. Like the man just went up to him and rocked him. He elbowed him. But it was purposely. He he, he was. You don't celebrate like this. <laughs> yeah, but that was he a scored hard- a layup and did this. Like he was then did this. That was a hard ass hit though. But bro. this is my thing. <laughs> He's seen him plenty of times after that because a lot of people try to take up, oh, yeah. and it didn't make sense. He was hurt. I understand that. But they had played a playoff series later that year when the Thunder did they not the Mavericks swept the Lakers, um, but the Maver- I think the Thunder did win that series. Um, they seen each other plenty of times after that. And I'm not saying he got to fight right on test, but I mean a hard foul, something. Like, not after that, it was nothing. And then just to but see Harden's him. But not that type of dude anyway. Dude for what? Like, to be violent. He he don't really do shit in the games. When people foul him hard, he don't get up and, like, push him back. You ain't never seen Harden get into it with nobody? Are we talking about a dude who just I tried to. I ain't never seen him throw no hand, but I seen him play. Let's, let's get into it. Let's, let's get yeah. into okay, the, re- yeah, the reason. Yeah, the reason I said this is because last night. The Rockets versus Clippers game, which is very entertaining for the most for the most part until about like the last eight minutes of the fourth quarter or whatever, um, got real chippy. After the Rockets realized they was going to lose, they started to get real chippy and was doing, you know, back and forth things. Chris Paul, you know, going back and forth with Blake Griffin. He called him out of his name. Blake Griffin put him in a post, treated him like the baby that he is. Um, then you got Mike D'Antoni talking about how Blake Griffin hit him on purpose. Um, Austin Rivers getting into it with Trevor Reese. The best what happened, they lost the game. Trevor Reese was getting locked up by Montrez Harrell, who has no bi- no no business guarding him. But you know, frustrated, Trevor Reese is chipping back and forth with Patrick Beverly. Austin Rivers gets in on that chipping, and I guess Austin Rivers says something to Trevor Reese, and that really ticked him off. Either that, or Trevor Reese was just offended, like why is Austin Rivers even talking to me? And then it you know exploded. Then apparently, well not apparently because Wolves, I trust everything he says. Yes. Um, the clip, the Rockets ambushed the Clippers locker room. Clint Capella went to the front door. Uh, Chris Paul took the rest of the guys to a Threw secret a back hallway, door, a secret spot uh, in the in the in the Staples Center. Chris um, Paul was really on that. LAPD bro. had to be brought in and things like that. <laughs> this is all because of Austin Rivers, who did not play. He's in a boot. Yeah. This is very entertaining to me. You want to know the worst part about this? As Chris Paul is the leader of yeah, the, the Players Association. Yeah, the Players Association. And he's trying to go for somebody's head. 
That's cr- that that's ridiculous. To Gerald me. Green been playing for the Rockets 20, 20 days. And he, 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 he in the midst of it. He, he ready. If you, get, if you get that the sim the logo of your team <laughs> rated on the back of your head, there you got saying you about that. No, thing. I ain't judging. No, I love the loyalty. I love the loyalty. It's just it's mob mentality. You know? I love yeah. it. If P, if if y'all three was trying to fight another team, I'm with y'all. You feel me? Like y'all my y'all my teammates, y'all my homies. Period. So I'm I'm hopping on with y'all. But it's just so crazy because honestly, this game don't mean nothing. Nothing. It don't mean nothing. It's not a playoff game. You Probably know? not even playing. Yeah, you could tell definitely emotion was just in the air because Chris Paul is a pretty That's smart what player, it is, bro. Let, Chris Paul is a smart player. I like, guarantee you, before that game, they was all there like this for Chris. We about to get that revenge. <laughs> they need you. They miss you. Chris this Paul. for you. Even without like the the repercussions of a Chris Paul thinking like that was a dumbass move, you know? What I mean? yeah. yeah, come on now. He he probably, I don't think he regressed it. Then Patrick Beverly on the what, other. What did he get out of that? Nothing. Nothing. But still, I think, probably think just like they they was talking shit. I was back. I was backing that shit up. They lost. Like, yeah, I guess so. And he Ain't didn't even back. back he up. didn't even back up. Yeah, though. well, he yeah, didn't back anything. Come on, Chris Paul don't want no smoke with Blake Griffin. None. <laughs> None. We talk. We just talked about picking the right battles. That's not a smart battle for Chris Paul in any way, shape, or form unless he has Contreras' gun. And I'm not talking about the little handgun. <laughs> I suppose Blake Griffin don't get into a lot of fights. He, he do. He, he irritates so them. He, he be gets so under all these people's skin. Zebo, uh, Serge Ibaka. I think Zebo's the other way around. Zebo get under Blake's skin. No, Blake definitely get under Zebo's skin. But the way when Blake catches that ball and he goes up, he put all his body on you. And I know that's got to be irritating. That boy physical. He finishing some fluky layups. That's five-game winning streak by this team. Beat the Warriors, beat the Rockets, beat the Kings twice, Kings and then twice. the Hawks. Um, before the season started, again, every once in a while I go beat the, back to beat the, beat the Warriors. Beat the Warriors. No, it's um, difficult, though, I don't think. That's what I also wanted to bring up. That, this is where I was saying that it's not always about that pace and space type game. They got it, but Blake and DeAndre down low, Blake Griffin be bullying people. Yeah, you either got to play their game better. Or you have to beat beat them where they lack, yeah, and they the lack they in the size. Like the, the people in the league now, they not no big bodies, really. Yeah. So Blake, if Blake get that ball down low, it's a bucket. And DeAndre right there to clean it up. That's why I always say, like, the Pelicans, they can't – they don't match up with the Warriors, but they can give them some problems just because yep. Biggie – I mean, Biggie, uh, Boogie and Anthony <laughs> Might as well be Biggie. <laughs> what was you about to say, though? What was you about to say? You was about to say something. Um, so every once in a while, I go back and listen to our first episode. We go through the over and under. Um, do we think this team is going to win this many games? And me and Pierre were very adamant about the Clippers being able to win, mm-hmm. like be able to make the playoffs without Chris Paul. Chris Paul yeah. But the, my opinion changed on that with all the injuries hit. It's still so surprising to me that they're winning games with all of their injuries. Can we give somebody the credit they deserve? Let me hear the name. Lou Will? Lou Will. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess we can. Dropping heat on the court. Can we give somebody else? Court. Can we give somebody else? I told you, bro. Do you know Lou Will make music? Can we give somebody else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been making music for a long time with Meek Mill and stuff. That's what, uh, I, said, that's what I said to him when he <laughs> told me. Like, he was with Meek for a minute when he was um, back in Philly. Can we give some credit to somebody else? Let me listen. Austin, a light-skinned yeah. guy. Austin, Austin Rivers. Him, too, but another light-skinned guy at that power forward position. Blake Griffin. Yes, sir. That's all I wanted to hear. So, I is this team better? that was a given. Is this team better with or without DeAndre Jordan? Because DeAndre didn't play last night. I still... I don't know. I don't know, but I I know he still does make an impact. He oh, no, 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 no. Definitely he definitely does. He definitely does. He does. But he, he hasn't played in what? Three of their five game winning streaks? Something like that? Or three, three games or so? So, like the game against the Warriors... Um, Oh, that was the game Blake didn't play. Blake didn't play against the Warriors. That was Lou Will 50-pointer. I don't know, man. So you can I, take I don't this in know. two ways. You can say either 
You you fine without him? Why? Or why was going to be that much better? Why wasn't he court? playing? Because I looked at the thing too in a game, another game before that he played like nine mm-hmm. minutes mm-hmm. or eleven minutes. Who was, was it? Because of the concussion? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. That was okay. the first game against the Warriors. Okay, uh, right. A couple days before that. Right, 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 right. That was that was real scary. Yeah, because he scary. he was he went. It's like he went. He, he didn't go unconscious, but his body went in shock. Yeah. Um, um, what was we just talking about? DeAndre Jordan? How good this team is. Yeah, like I said, it's either they could be that much better with him since they're playing so well without him, or are you looking at it as maybe we don't need him. Maybe we could trade him to a team like Cleveland and get some more stuff for us yeah. to be more successful. Yeah, I don't know what the future of this team will look like. You know? I don't know. Like, I, I personally still think they, that they should be losing because they got their pick this year, but I don't think they have it next year. So, you know, they they should probably capitalize on having that pick this year and um, try they, not to compete. Damn, Alan Nor even back. No, yeah. he's, that ass injury is really messed with the dude. Oh, I thought they said he was out to the end of the year. Like, he end, end of the calendar of the year. year. They did say that, but there's it, another situation. It's like, oh, I guess it's They're worse in great thought. shape as long as they can stay healthy. And that's that's the problem with the Clippers. That's the curse, right? That's what people say. They cursed. Y'all want to know another team that's hot and on fire? The Timberwolves. The Timberwolves. Five-game winning streak. Speaking of the the Clippers, the Blake Griffin for Carney Downs. Oh, man. We were supposed to talk about that on last show, but it just (laughs) slipped our mind. So, apparently, the Clippers offered Blake Griffin for Carney Towns in the trade. Tom Thibodeau laughed and hung up the damn phone. (laughs) You know, like, that's that's laughable. Because do we all believe that Carney Towns is a better player than Blake? Right now, no, but he's definitely that about to be. going to bring him up. He definitely well, about to be. He can play some D. He, he could be a uh, top. He's better in the league. fact that he's younger. He's, not already. he's about to be. But as of, as of right now, I like Blake Griffin and what he can do for me in, in, in multiple things. But Blake Griffin is so injured. Like, the Timberwolves, why would they want a guy that can be so fucking injured all the and time? And paid. Yeah. And, that's, and that's old. And that, that was the whole thing about it. They That trade would not be able to happen because of the big contract that Blake Griffin just had. Gardner Town still on his rookie deal. You know, so they would have to add somebody else in the deal, like Gorgie Dang, or I don't even know. They don't. They have a lot of money invested in their top players. Obviously, they're not going to trade Jimmy. Obviously, they're not going to trade Jeff T. They're not trade Wiggins. So they would have to do like Gorgie Dang and then another piece. And Blake Griffin's not worth that. I'm sorry, he's not worth. <laughs> he's not worth a, a up and coming superstar. There's no reason for the. Has anybody been watching these Timberwolves games? No, not at all. I was gonna say, is the bench coming up? Is the bench coming? I can alive? tell you by the numbers that the bench is not coming alive. I can tell you who is Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets, bro. Jimmy Buckets has been he. I listened to an interview with Zach Lowe and Jim Peterson, who is the analyst for the Wolves. And the way he's talking, the way he talks about Jimmy Butler, he believes that by the time Jimmy Butler's career is over with in Minnesota, if he stays, he's gonna be on the same level of, as KG was. In Minnesota, as far as fans. Say that one more time because I just read the report. That that once, if Jimmy Butler decides to re-sign in, in Minnesota, I think he's got this year and next year in his contract. If he re-signs, by the time his career is over in Minnesota, his popularity would be about the same as Kevin Kevin Garnett's was. Who said this? Um, Jim Peterson, who's like the analyst, one of the analysts for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Jim Peterson. I want you to uh, get on If you cliff. think about it, no, no, like legit, I'm the just joking. The, it will be because they're going to win more because they have Andrew Wiggins, they have and Carl a team. Anthony yeah. T- yeah, who, they have who was the last person from Minnesota that like Kevin Love. big shots? Kevin Love, but one it, didn't, game. it didn't matter though. Kevin it didn't Love matter. games, it didn't matter with Kevin Love because they weren't winning. But he was the last one though. 
It was Kevin Garnett if we talk about winning games. Yeah, that's going to put it on both sides of the floor because you know how I many like, effort plays he makes it. They usually they don't really have those many players. Kevin make. Love was a guy, though, for them. Yeah, he put yeah, up the staple. stats. He put up the stats. But mm-hmm. he wasn't put in the win column. What did they give him to win with, though? I mean, KG didn't have nothing. That's why I love KG so much because he didn't have much either. Uh, Sam Cassell, uh, Michael Oliver Candy, Fred Hoiberg. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, sleep. Fred was a Tred and Hassel. Um, so, I don't know. He has a chance they if bring, they can he's win. Bringing, he's, he's bringing excitement back to that. Arena. If they can win, that's that's no doubt. That's no doubt. Zach Levine and Andrew Wiggins was doing that. Yeah, but um, but the most important thing is they have to win for him to make get uh, get that popularity. Is want a championship or just making the playoffs is the first step of the yeah. team. Yeah. They haven't made the playoffs in what, since KG. twelve years since KG. It's been like I think it's about years. fifteen now, since right? Two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. It's it's been that long. Minnesota fans have been waiting, and it's it's happening this year. They're they're doing it. They're the, they're a playoff team. There's yeah, no offensive buts. They can lose one of their top three see, players. I can see them making a run because they offensively they're great. Defensively is the question, but in the last month they're the number five team on defense. So that matters. You know, that matters. And I think they're number three offense in the last month. Hey, man. That's all the last five games, Jimmy has been averaging. That's all I take. It don't oh. matter what you do the whole season. All that matters is what you do that last month. Hopefully, it all Jimmy counts. If you figure it out, def- if you, to teach him something. Yeah, if you figure it out defensively in the last month, we're going to all forget about what they was doing this whole year. Period. What's good, y'all? This is your boy, Justin, a.k.a. Just Blaze, host of Above the Rim. And if you want a raw take on the NBA, Above the Rim is a show for you. With dope beats and entertaining guests each week, we offer a great new insight on all things NBA. You don't want to miss it. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and the Almighty Baller Network. If you got a question and you know it's fine, get on Twitter and ask the why. Thank you, Mike. Did it on cue. You know, you know what that's beautiful? Because I don't have to cut anything out because you just did it when I pointed to you. Shout out to you. First question comes from Jesse who says, what are your grievances, so to speak, as the NBA as a whole? Like, what do you see about the NBA that you're like, bruh, um, why do they do it like that? Replay system, probably. Mine got to be just reffing. Last yeah. night, y'all, y'all want to hear some stats about last night, MLK Day. Um, again, we had a whole night of basketball. And the refs, the, the, I don't know if the refs was really rocking with the MLK whole thing because the referees issued 21 technical fouls last night. Five ejections, Russell Westbrook, Blake Griffin, Ben Simmons, Cal Lowry, Trevor Reza. All in one night. That's crazy. It's chippy. And then D'Angelo Russell got a technical foul but last clapping. night. clapping. On the bench clapping. Dude not even dressed for the game. He clapped. And it wasn't like he wasn't talking with it. He just sarcastically clapped after a bad call. And the ref said, cut it out, tech. How soft can you be? I'm usually on the side of the referees because they, they have a difficult job. It's hard to watch a game and get every call right. It's impossible. It's impossible. But you can't get upset at a player on the bench clapping, dog. You just can't. That's not even dressed up. Not even dressed, bro. It's, it's ridiculous. So I think this year the refs Sensitivity. have been they gotta They got to chill. That's that's my thing. But what about y'all? What is something about the NBA that you see and you're like, why? why? I hate some of the soft fouls. So, again, reffing with it, too? I feel like you got to let them play sometimes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a replay. I don't like how they handle that situation. Next question comes from Aiden, who said, most forgotten, important NBA player? Clay Thompson. 
I was thinking about throughout history. Oh, okay. That's what I was um, I don't know history. if these players are important, but there are a lot of players from the 2000s. They were just like a lot of guards from the 2000s. They were just really good. Steve Francis. Steve Gilbert Francis, Stephon Marbury, Gilbert Arenas. They're like Davis. younger players are going to see just because the quality of video was terrible back then. And the most important is who? You're saying that. I'm saying that. The most important? I don't know. Who who you who you thinking of? I'm I'm thinking of that guy that we seen a video from the '60s who was dribbling on the floor. When you take this guy about the Marquee. name is kind of like that. Mar- when you Marcus. take a chocolate bar and it comes out oh, white, white chocolate. Oh, Jay Will. Was he really important? That. that that boy. Is I was thinking about Arenas. Yeah, it's just a lot of players in that era that just um, probably won't get as much love. Forgotten Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway because of the injuries. Next question comes from Blur Diamond, who said, "If you had to perform at halftime in an NBA game, what would you do?" I want to do the half court shot for like when you get three shots and you get a certain amount of money. I would love to do that. You think you could make that? Yeah. I, hey, speaking of that, you know how they be showing the halftime stuff? Yeah. They had the thing. It was called like four zeros or something. And dude, so the first shot he had a he had to take was for worth ten dollars, and it was a layup. They didn't even hit rim. <laughs> and you know what's surprising the most? Like, I, it's kind of stereotypical, but this was a grown black man. Mm-hmm. Didn't hit rim on a layup. And then, like, the next shot was a free throw. It was $100. All black people are in basketball but players, it's Mike. Like, it's in your DNA. It's not. It's in his DNA. It's not. Unless it's in his DNA. And I mean, you ever have that feeling? Like, if I did that challenge, well, I would kill it. Nope. Yeah. Because I know. I mean, I'd make the layup. Hell yeah, I'd make the layup for the $10. But anything other than but that, I'm I, not confident. I love the NBA because they'll, they'll have, like, all this money that you can get, but you always leave with something, bro. Because dude still left with $250. <laughs> oh, $250? At the at the missing the layup? After How do you even get in those companies? Easy. Yeah, I, I think they'd be having, like, raffles and stuff like maybe. that. Maybe. I would love to do something like that. But they if I had have, to perform. have it at the Bulls game? I like when they, sure they sh- I like when they shoot a bunch of shots. Well, you so it's like you got to shoot a mid range three. Drunk, Derek, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> At halftime, I went went to meet the fans. I don't know what oh. they were doing. Oh. They had the bucket boys, Chicago bucket boys. Yeah, they always had them though. But that's all I, I, I remember. Halftime, I'll do that thing. The ladies be doing where they be having the bowls on their head and they be on that the ladies. Site. That's literally one lady. She goes everywhere. She it's goes just everywhere. one of her. Well, I, I would probably meet up with her. She would train me for about a week, and then I'll get the. That's job. years, bro. You can't just. Kick a bowl on a unicycle from your foot to your head and stay on, on uh, you know, stay leveled in one week. You can't learn that. You don't know that. <laughs> I know that. You don't know I that. definitely know you can't. Yeah. So you ain't got no faith in me? Not in that. Not in okay, that. Okay, okay. Let me put this in. Let me I do like a cover. You know, cover. like like rap somebody else's song. You know, just be energetic with it or something like that. That's I feel like that's an easy thing. Because you think about it, well, it's 2,000, uh, 20,000 people Atlanta watching. Today? Atlanta? I, uh, I don't what, know. What game was that? Why was Quavo in them of the game? We, didn't we see that? To promote that, was that the LeBron shoot. I mean, that was the Cavs. Oh, really? that was okay, the Cavs. okay, okay. I don't know. Why. I don't know. I just heard Atlanta or Quavo. I thought Shout they were out to Atlanta, though. Kristen Letlow. Oh, yeah. That's your baby. I'm trying to get that. So, Suzanne, be listening? No. Nah. Oh, okay. Next cu- question comes from Jason, who said, uh, should there be more rounds in the NBA draft? No. No. Yes. I think there should be. Let's add it. Why not? Get more people opportunities to make a make a living. They have, the they have the opportunities. They, they have more opportunities. The G, they have a G League draft. The well, what I was thinking of is think of it like baseball. We're like, what is there? Ten rounds of baseball or something like that? Playing, you know, you get drafted. You just get sit down in G League for a couple of years, develop your talent, and eventually maybe you can get called up. That's it. Ain't that what the G League is though? Yeah, but but more, you want them to get drafted. I want them to get drafted. 
undrafted. Und- there's so many. Qu- if you get undrafted, I just feel like you have to work so much harder. First, you got to try out for the G League yeah. team, make it. And even then, you're not making no money. If you get drafted, you're guaranteed some money. And I mm-hmm. think some people deserve that. So that, that's why I would say add more rounds. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be against that. This was not an ask to why your question, but it's a question that I saw on Twitter that I had to ask y'all. Would you rather have Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Julius, Rand- uh, Julius Randle and Cal Kuzma, or Laurie Marketing, Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, and Bobby Portis? So would you rather have the Lakers' young core or the Bulls' young core? The Lakers. The Lakers. My heart's telling me to go with the Bulls. I'm, so going, I'm Bulls. going Bulls. I'm going Bulls also. <laughs> I'm going Bulls also. <laughs> I don't know if they, I, I don't know if there's a right answer to this. It's not. It's, it's, it's really not. It's based off preference, I guess. Um, there's superstar potential on both lineups. Mm-hmm. All star potential after that, and then like just solid starter potential after that too. You know, so I I would go with the young core of the Bulls. Derek Wood too, and then the other guys that go the he other said way. Ju- but Julius Randle that? Julius yeah. Randle was there, even though he probably won't be there yeah. at the end of the season. Julius Randle. If, if I had to, I would take Laurie Market over Julius Randle, but I would take the other two. I don't know, man. Zach Levine, he looks good, but Brandon Ingram, he looking good too, ain't he? Yeah. He's not even playing. He is, but I would take good. Zach Levine over Ingram, but I'm taking Lonzo over yeah. Chris Dunn. That's a given. No, the way this matchup is, Zoe is the potential superstar for the Lakers. Laurie is our potential superstar. The potential, what you what you looking at like that for? Laurie marketing? Yeah, potential superstar. Over you, Zach Levine? Zach Levine is a potential superstar too, so y'all got two. We got two as well. Who? Brandon Aaron and Lonzo Ball. You think he's a potential superstar? I don't think Zach Levine is a super, super, superstar. Right? I think they're potential all-stars, but I don't think Zach Levine is a potential superstar. But hopefully he proves me wrong. Okay. It's all speculation. It's you know, you got a couple years to go. Yeah, they're still He's super still young. Super young. Yeah. yeah. Who do you look up to um, as an analyst or a podcaster? Which is a fabulous question, Mark uh, Jackson. And that is from Tyson um, P Forty on Twitter. Uh, I listen to Joe Budden podcast, so I'm, I, I like Joe Budden as uh, that. I like Mark Jackson and Jalen Rose. I like Jalen Rose. Um, I don't really look up to him, but Bill Simmons. Jeff Van Gundy is a great sure. analyst. Yeah, I like I like. Yeah, him. Jeff Van Gundy, I love him. I love watching. I love when he um, is on commentating games. He actually keep it real. Mine has to be the guys from uh, Black Opinions Matters Monday podcast. Those guys are super entertaining, super knowledgeable. Not not just about basketball, just about hip hop, black 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 stuff. Mm-hmm. They're super knowledgeable about black culture. And I really mess with that. So shout out to Black Trey. Shout out to Mino Hassan. Shout out to Big Wash. Shout out to Jade, who's their producer. And shout out to um, to John Gervais. John Gervin? Shout out to you too, brother. Um, those are the guys I look up to. And basically, just the basketball friends in general. Zach Harper, all those guys. I love their show. So those are, those are the guys I, I like. Um, this question, I don't remember who it was from because he didn't do it the right way. So I don't even Shout really, out to you. I don't even feel that bad. Um, but maybe it's not his fault. Maybe he doesn't have a Twitter. A lot of guys ask questions on YouTube comments because they don't have Twitters. But just make a Twitter, man. Every time you got a question, you just ask the question on Twitter. You don't have to have a profile, active profile. Just use it to ask questions. So he said, um, if you were going to start another podcast, what would you name it? And what would it be outside of basketball? Oh, I saw that question, too, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I saw it. So maybe he asked us on Twitter. He did. Okay. Um, I don't know. Twitter and YouTube, maybe. I would want a show where we just talk 
No topic. You know, we just sit down and talk whatever's on our mind. That's my thing. I don't know what the name of it is. I got a title, but I'm not going to give it out because I'm want to use it one day and I don't want nobody to yeah, take my that, yeah keep that in your mind. Use it. but um, yeah just anything like no like that's why I like Joe Budden podcast they talk about whatever's trending whatever's like going on in the world at the time so they could be talking about the fi- NBA finals they could be talking about the H and M uh, controversy yeah. so anything that's just going on just talking conversation recorded talking basketball's cool but just talking is even better and a lot of times oh, I was telling my homie um, Tavares a lot of times people don't know we come in here and there's nothing happening in the NBA that's really worth talking about. Mm-hmm. People be like, why y'all ain't talking about the, the Celtics beating the Cavs? I really didn't care, just to be honest with you. Like, I just didn't care. I would like, what I would do, I don't know the name of it, but. Especially after the trade deadline. What we go- I would do something like involving black culture. So like, and not in like, no, no, yeah, not in like, no real like political way, mm-hmm. but like in an influential way. Like I would bring some hood people I'll bring some maybe higher class, upper class white people. Give us a better perspective to the culture. Yeah, I would, I would just try to get as many perspectives. I want that clash in there. You know what I mean? Mm. I want something to do with culture clash. Yeah, because yeah. I, I like it's okay. So y'all don't maybe have this experience, but I um for y'all that don't know, I have a white girlfriend that's from. Mm-hmm. The burbs, you know, like she don't know many black people, but it's like the culture clashes is really real or like like learning when she, her learning our culture was like a struggle. Like it was a lot of stuff she didn't understand. She didn't understand the difference between dressing and stuffing. She didn't understand that our, our cooking. She didn't know what soul food was. And it was entertaining. It's just entertaining for her to learn some new shit, some new black shit. And it's and it goes back back backwards, too, because there's a lot of shit her family does. that I had no idea families did. Like, she back gifts for all of her siblings. All of them. All her family, not just siblings, aunts, uncles. We don't do that shit. No, we do not. Yeah. We don't do that shit at all. I, I think I think just, like, culture. Uh, what I get you for Christmas? to different cultures just makes not- you a better individual. <laughs> Black families, I feel like we emphasize on people's birthdays and not Christmas. Like, your Christmas is your birthday. No, nah, I don't get shit for my birthday. Wait. Yes, Wait you, how long yeah. ago, though? No. God bless you. When I say how long ago, I mean, like, when did this become a thing? Like, when you were a kid, you didn't get anything for your birthday? Like when you a kid, I think once I got to high school. When you a kid and it's your birthday, everybody in your family acknowledges you. Like aunts, uncles, everybody come around for Christmas. I don't you know, get nothing from my uncles and shit like that. No, you got. I just feel like it's immediate family. Like my parents are gonna get their kids some presents. They're not getting their nieces and nephews exactly. presents. Why well, I've got to do that? You but got when it's their birthday, that's it's your birthday. Opposite. Like my mom gets her nieces and nephews, but not the but, kids. But, like, but y'all old. But yeah, but she gets all her grandkids level, presents, but not us. But don't they? She see them like almost every day. Don't they? Yeah. It's basically that's immediate, like, that's immediate, that's immediate family. Another thing I like, Trill said, that's what I used to tell people all the time. Like, when I think about, like, just me as a person, I'm literally like that, that yin-yang symbol, like the black and white thing, just because it's just literally split like that. I got family who are black, yeah, who get drunk, smoke a little weed, you know what I'm saying? They argue, they loud, they in the hood. Then I have Playing space. white family, white family members who live in I, Utah, the same way. have blonde hair, blue eyes. If they're going to talk very proper like this. Hello, how you doing? Uh, hiring for three. Got it. <laughs> Those like, yeah, yeah. And I then I have... I had a cousin, man. I went to... I then went I got to, family members who say four <laughs> instead of four. A door instead of door. Because I, uh, I had a cousin, right? And I went to, to their house. The man gave me a video game, but it was in a family video rental box. <laughs> <laughs> he stole that shit and just gave it to you as a gift. Gave it to me, bro. That's, it, it, it don't know, man. It's something about like... Just experiencing different cultures. Culture so in general yeah. is, is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. And being being both like two different races, prominent races, it's a lot of stereotypes 
is is crazy. It's very very crazy. Six seven one Lyle asks, "What team? We'll, we'll change it. Who's your favorite mascot?" Benny the Bull. Benny. It's not even close. Benny and then Stuff from the Orlando Magic. Those are the only two that should be in Benny, conversation. That, that Magic. No, he 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 may have taken Benny the Bull's spot as the best mascot in the league. I'm gonna go with Benny the Bull because that guy that did Benny retired a couple years ago. He don't be doing the same. All shit. I really know, I, I mean, I know the other ones, but I only have interacted with Benny the Bull. Mm. I've only been in. He like I've seen him eating sky and how did they around. get that's how the they old get him dude, in bro. I'm telling you, that's the old dude. How did they get uh, that man? No, no, but that's what that I know. In there. That's nobody, dude. That's a I know, no, no. I'm talking about how did they fit that in there? What are they putting that at? It's fucking air. It's air. Yeah, they blow it up and then they floats. It's, uh, it's shout not out to. <laughs> So please, bro. I, I want to give my dude a shout out for the last question I asked. Riley Trinowski. And I want to shout out Musa. He's been asked, begging for, for a shout out. There you go, Musa. He controls the uh, one of my fan accounts. So shout out to him and shout out to Riley for the question. Mike, put the PCP down. I've been telling you this for years to leave that PCP alone, my guy. Please. Who your favorite mascot? Because you asked this question for a reason. Mm. It's the tree from Stanford. I, I like I the, like the coyote. He don't. You don't really do much. I just think he looks cool. I've never. Even, I've never even seen him. The coyote for the Spurs. Oh, 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 I thought you meant for like oh, the Timberwolves. Yeah, me too. Yeah, coyote cool. All right, thank y'all so much for this episode. Do the why? Um, we'll see y'all in a couple days. Zach. <laughs>